podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Dream Team Tonic Podcast. My name is Scott and today I'm joined by a regular co-host, Ben. How are you doing, Ben? I'm all right, mate. You okay? All good here. Happy birthday for the other day as well. Yeah, cheers, mate. That's that's an excuse for the chat. Wish Ben a happy birthday by leaving a like (laughs) on the video. Um, And we have a special guest with us today. We have a champion in the house, 2018-2019 winner, Andrew. Welcome to the Hello. podcast. You okay? you okay? Happy birthday, Ben. Cheers, mate. So, we'll get started with a few questions for you, Andrew. Seen as, uh, well, actually, it seems like we have had quite a few winners on board, but we don't, it's not every day we get a winner on board. So, we've got a few questions here for you. How long have you been playing fantasy football in general and then Sun Dream Team? Right. Um, well, I started with Sun Dream Team. In 2018, 2019, it was my first uh, year of doing it, um, and I won in the first year. Um, I've never done FPL to this day. Um, I'm rubbish at Sky. I try and do it, but I just can't get anywhere. Um, And Telegraph, I just don't have enough time with that, with like different games, sorry, different games at different times of day and all the transfers and everything. I play, but I've always been 100% into Dream Team. Because all Europe games count, all the Carling Cup, Carabao Cup, FA Cup. It's like, and every game means something. Do you know what I mean? Whereas like with Sky, you're just waiting for Premier League games. And do you know what I mean? You could be like, you could be a, a Chelsea fan against Yeovil on a FA Cup night. Can you have you got a player in your team? It just makes all the difference. Yeah, so I've been doing it since then. Um, I was lucky enough to win on 2018, 2019. Um, next year, thought I'd it and it came nowhere. And then the year <laughs> after, which was um, which was 2021, 20, the year Fergie won it, I was 49th. Nice. Um, and then the last, uh, the year after, 21, 22, I had three in the top 100. I had 36th, 66th, and a hundred. So um, last year, nowhere. Um, I think it was top thousand. Um, and then obviously we're into the new system this year. Even you... top thousand is good, isn't it? <laughs> Go on, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, um, it, it runs in the family, doesn't it? Um, your son finished in the top, uh, was it sixth place last year? Don't, don't go there. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he's had the best this week as well. Oh, my God. And then, yeah, he came sixth last year. So he was the highest placed loser in the world on um, on the game. And he literally needed City to do something in those two finals. It's like the, the Champions League especially. He had Grealish, he had Alvarez, he had Haaland. Anything, anything off those and you would have been in the many, and you would have been quite high up as well. I think even up to third, he could have been. 
Um, but no, nothing. And it was like a couple of points he was off. Uh, heartbreak. It's just, it's heartbreak even now. You, you want to come nowhere, not sixth in the top five. But there we go. Did you give him some of your previous winnings as a consolation prize? <laughs> He's not them all the time, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's still... Still living here, so uh, yeah, he's in uni, so he's still living here, and yeah, he's uh, he's he's mad into the game as well. It's impressive, though. It's a good finish. I think I'd have I'd have packed it in if I won it in the first season. That's it. I think I'd have retired. Yeah, <laughs> it was a different game then as well. You know, it's like three. I had three transfers a month, and then it went to five the year after I won it right the way up until now, which is um, obviously two a week. Um, you, you, how did you get on last season, did you say? Um, well, I tried to look it up on um, FF stuff before uh, today, but last season's data seems to have disappeared. Um, but I think I was, I think I was top thousand, but I can't um, recollect because it wasn't, yeah, I think there's only top 100 on there, isn't there, on that one? I can't even see that. So, uh, how, how are you finding the new game? I really enjoy it. I really think it's it's a breath of fresh air. Um, I found that the last couple of years, um, it's very quickly going to template teams. Very quickly, the Man Cities and the Liverpools. And don't forget, they were both the main... They were the teams in form, whereas now you've got like quite a few teams this year of new doing well. So everyone would just try and burrow their way into the Man City defence, the Liverpool defence, the Harlands, the Salas, the Marnes, and all them. Mm. And um, I just can't believe, even with two transfers a week, it's not enough. It's like, <laughs> you ever survive with like, three or five before. It's like there's problems every week to address in there. Crazy. Um I like I like the um captain thing. The only thing that I find is frustrating with the game at the moment is it's like a nine player game because everyone's got Salah Haaland. Yeah. Maybe eight player games everyone's got Saka and there's gonna be Trent and Trippier as well. So it's like if Sau if Saudi took Salah in January and if, like, say, God forbid, Haaland had a bit of a leg or something, the game would explode because you'd have different captains, different people, and it would just be insane. But at the moment, everyone's either Salah or Haaland, aren't they? And the odd Saka. Yeah. I find the points as well. Um, I find the, there's a lot of points in there. A lot of points at the moment for, like, doing virtually nothing. Um <laughs> I think maybe because you said, Scott, didn't you, at the start, they set out all the bonus points and they were all not enough. Oh, sorry, mm. really hard to get to. Yeah. So yeah. they've had a rush of blood and they've done it the other way. And now it's um, and now it's a bit too many for like, you know, if you get like a like Nick Pope last week had two appearance points and a save, a clean sheet, seven points. And then, um, and it's like, Goalies like Onana can like get five, six points without even a clean sheet. Mm-hmm. So it's I don't know. It's um, there's a lot of points for little. Yeah, it's going to be some massive finish, isn't there? Overall, the the, the final scores are going to be ridiculous. Yeah, 
yeah but i really am enjoying it it's it's good i mean um chips are interesting as well can't get ahead on the price rises whatsoever there we go (laughs) on the first i guess this year is different but have you got any you've got some quite consistent finishes there because you've I mean, you've top thousand, you've won it. You've got a few top one hundreds. You got any tips that you think could help people still in this version of the game? Well, because it's this version of the game. I mean, I was always um, very, very keen on holding my transfers back. That was my strategy when I did well, um, because you only had a certain amount. So now um, that tip's gone out the window because you can you can get out of an issue straight away. Um, what I would do is, because you can quickly get your team into a mess if you've got players, like avoid the four yellows players, um, have a strategy to get off those players. Um, things like fixtures, like Ben, you've always said target the fixtures. It's like, that's always a good one to do. Um and and I avoid streaky players. I mean, when I say streaky players, players that bang one week, everyone brings them in and you've missed the wave and you just basically stuck with a player, just maybe going for a price rise type of thing. And this game, it doesn't even happen. So um, like, for example, Mbwemo, you know, he's like, he can do really well. Evan Ferguson can hit a hat trick, jump on him, benched. Yeah. Like, you know, even like Martinelli, Martinelli's like he's I would class as a streaky player he's brilliant but he's hit and miss and it's like if your your midfield options so important that I would just look for nailed players especially nailed players not rotated players fit players and players who are consistent rather than streaky that sounds good to me you got any other questions Ben or should we go on to our go on to our teams uh, yeah, let's go to the teams, mate. Yeah, I think I've got you up first. So just before we do that, we'll just say hello to a few people in the chat. So we've got Matt Woolley in the chat. We've got Philip Harrison, Gaz in the chat, Plevna, Ryan, Seth. Good evening to all of you. Um, and we'll kick off with your team then, shall we, Ben? Yeah. So I got 57 points this week so far. Uh, 1,362 now. Um, it was a hard week for me to do transfers. <laughs> I couldn't make my mind up until the deadline. Even last minute, I, I think I made my transfers. I was mulling over, bringing in um, Luis Diaz or Odegaard or Foden. They were my three midfield choices. Um Diaz had the nice fixtures this week and probably got extra fixtures with the Carabao Cup coming up as well. And with Jota being injured, he should get more minutes. But with Gakpo scoring two on Thursday, it sort of scared me off him. Possibly getting a little... He might get rotated with Gakpo. Um, So I got scared off of that. And then I thought Odegaard or Foden... And then I went Foden just because he's been flying the last few weeks. He's been getting nearly a goal a game. And he's he's fourth in the bonus points as well. So he's getting loads of points. So I brought him in for Ward-Prowse. I didn't really want to get rid of Ward-Prowse, but Foden's a bit more explosive. Um, then my other transfers was either Lindelof out 
to Liveramento or Johnston to Kelleher. Ended up going for Kelleher because I wanted an extra Liverpool uh, defender in there. So even though he's not a defender, but you know what I mean. Clean sheets potential. Uh, with uh, Allison being out for a few weeks, it's and the money being one point eight million. I thought it's a bargain. I could get a price rise out of him. He only went up point one. I was expecting point three because he's such That's a low price player. I thought yeah. I'll get a gain on him. I've because I brought Lindelof in last week and he's gone up 0.5 in the next last two weeks now. So usually the, the lower priced players seem to go up higher. I mean, quicker if they score well. Anyway, Lindelof ended up not playing and I was going to bring Livermento in. So that's not worked out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Livermento is still in my plans though in the future. Uh, with uh, I'm hoping to do a game week 17 part of the bus. Newcastle's fixtures have got Luton and Forest. So, uh, yeah, Kelleher only got one point. Saliba, one point. Simicus got six, got an assist and tackles. Martinelli, two. Fernandez two. Foden got nine. Saka, 13. Nunez, only three. Haaland, six. And Salah, captain, 14. So, ha- Haaland was... Uh, Unlucky not to get another assist, when he? <laughs> that Grealish, Grealish that was, pass. That was a pa- painful watch, wasn't it? After knowing that Salah didn't really do a great deal and then watching Haaland after. And he missed an open goal, didn't he? Yeah. He didn't, didn't look himself, did he? Yeah, stay mm. Haaland at all. No, that, that one that got called back for that Grealish assist, that could have... That, could that was have shocking. Badly. Yeah. Must be quite happy with those transfers, though. Are you happy we went with Foden? Because Erdegaard done all right as well, didn't he? But I yeah, think I think I think I had to bring Foden in because he's just smashing it for the last four or five weeks, and I've not had him in. It's been hurting me. Um, yeah, so I, I thought I was either going to triple up with Arsenal, or triple up with Liverpool up front, but um, I decided to double up with Man City, and then I've edged my bets then because I've got double Arsenal double uh, Liverpool and double Man City now. That's like the three best attacks really, isn't it? And you doubled mm. up on them. So I think that looks pretty good to be honest. So game week 17, you're thinking for part of us. Yeah. We've got a few questions on it, haven't we? Yeah. Did you say that hurt your rank quite a bit, that one? Um, I finally got into the top 10K before the weekend. But I knew with everyone, well, not everyone, but a lot of people playing part of the bus, mm. it was going to hurt my rank. And even though there weren't no clean sheets, I've still dropped like 3K. So, yeah. I mean, no Liverpool, no Arsenal clean sheets. Are you still fairly happy with Kelleher? Because, I mean, Sheffield United away should still be all right, but there might be a new ba- new manager bounce on the way. Yeah, um I am, I am happy to have him, but I mean, Johnston could have been all right for one more week before the fixtures turned. And then I could, now look, looking now, like Dubravka could be starting for Newcastle. So that would have been a nice enabler as well. And he would, would have been, would have been longer term, wouldn't he? But the, the Newcastle has been linked with uh, De Gea now, haven't they? So that'd be interesting. I can't see them paying 300 grand for his wages, though. No, I can't. Well, they could... Uh, 
maybe one of the Saudi teams will buy him and then they'll loan loan him. <laughs> oh, they're not Saudi backed yet, are they? <laughs> Should we go on to uh, your team, Andrew? Is is this your team? I've not got yeah. it wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. So I had um, seventy one points, uh, one thousand four hundred sixty seven total, um, which is at the moment one thousand sixty fifth um, position. So I had three transfers because I rolled it over last week. Um, nice. So I, yeah, I didn't. I just didn't. I just couldn't think of anything to change for two transfers last week. So I just left it go, and I brought in. I had Allison last week, so oh, Kelleher was the, was the obvious thing. Once again, I was trying to do as much as I could to help the part, you know, the part the best people try and cover it off a bit. Um, I had Cash, and I was worried with his four yellows and his form and everything, so I brought in um, Trent, and um, and then Bruno. I got rid of him, Bruno Fernandez. Got rid of him for Gabriel because I just fancied Arsenal to keep two clean sheets. Um, so got one off Kelleher, three off Wambasaka, which was a pleasant surprise. Um, nine off Trent, one off Saliba, three off Gabriel. Uh, Foden once again really good. Ward Prowse disappointing. Um, he's he's a he's a good tick along, but he's not doing that good for a midfielder in this game. Um, I know he's like one of the top scorers, but the last few weeks, he seems to be so deep playing. Something has changed, hasn't it? So deep. It's like, you know, he does lovely long passes to somebody who then does the assist. Um, so anyway, he's not an issue at the moment. Saka, once again, loads of points. Anthony Gordon, banging until I seen the red cross. Um and then obviously captain Haaland. And I think that's going to go against me with the second game this week because I can see Salah doing a job up there. And then um, Haaland might do well, but he did not look right yesterday. It's a solid week, that's 71. And what, what about your um, your boosters? Have you played any yet? No, not at the moment. Um, I was thinking of this week. Um but I'm just I'm just watching what's happening with the boosters at the moment because, like, you know, Liverpool defence, they're they're good to do, but they're still not brilliant. I mean, last year they were shocking, weren't they? But this year, you know, I really thought they would have had a, a clean against Fulham or not three goals. Um, but it just every defence seems to be doing it. Everyone's letting in. You know, I said to my boy, it's like, oh, oh, we're not going to win the league with three goals against Fulham and then Man City can see three. And it's like, it just seems to be the way it's going with the, with the wing backs and the all out attack and stuff. It just part the best is hard to nail. You did really well, Scott, with yours. Um, anyway, so your question, your question, 17, I don't know, maybe. Um, but there's one further down, you know, in the 20s, which looks promising as well, around March, April time which has got really good fixtures, which I'll mention a bit later. Um, but the Max captain and the other one, not yet. I'm just, I'm happy ticking along, concentrating on the normal game. In a really good spot, considering you've not not used them. Not, not I'm far really in the mix. Happy where I am at the moment, yeah. yeah. It's set up nicely. 
Oh, yeah, I forgot, I forgot you were a Liverpool fan as well. You must be pretty happy with how things are going at the minute. Yeah. Yeah, really good. Really good. Right, then I'll come on to my one. So I've got 65 points for the week. Um, total 1,551. Uh, 1, uh, I did get up to about 20th, about um, end of last week, but I've dropped to about, where is it, 34th now. Um, survived the first wave, I think, of part of the bus, but this next lot of games is going to be a shaky one. Um, I tried to take a bit of a different approach this week because obviously everyone's gone Liverpool, Arsenal quite heavily because the fixtures do look good. My idea was to go heavy the other end of the pitch for these good fixtures. Um, so I'll start from the back anyway. I've got, I went Kelleher in goal, uh, brought him in this week to, so I can have him and Simakas covering off the Liverpool defence um, for the same reasons as you guys has not quite gone to plan with him. Uh, Simakas is right with the six points. Um, then I've got Saliba and Zinchenko as my two Arsenal. Uh, Zinchenko has been good since I put him in. I think he might have had two attacking returns in the last two or three weeks since I put him in. Um, so he's been pretty good. Um, and actually, he is a little bit of a risk of rotation in his Inchenko, but it looks like Tomiyasu might have picked up a little knock. So I think his minutes might be even safer now. Then um, in midfield, I've got Martinelli, Saka, Bruno Fernandes and Foden. Um, pretty solid for Foden and Saka, but Martinelli two-pointer. I was at the game and he hit the post in that one. That's quite unlucky. Um, and then Bruno Fernandes. I just can't, I can't work out whether I, I want him or not. When I don't have him, I want him. When I put him in, I hate having him. <laughs> it's a nightmare. <laughs> um, but Foden, I'm really liking having in my team with the nine points. Um, then this is where I went a bit different. So I had Ollie Watkins in my team up front. And I, I thought he was going to play, but I just couldn't risk in a double game week. In a week that I thought was going to be really high scoring, having him maybe not play. And of course, they weren't giving anything away, were they? Um, he was a Sunday match as well. So I bought Isak in for Ollie Watkins. And I'm happy to keep hold of him for a bit longer because they've still, they've still got an important game in the Champions League as well, whereas a lot of the other teams kind of don't need to do too much in Europe. So I bought him in, but just the three points in that one. Um, I went Salah as my captain, um, same as you guys, or same as Ben. Um, and then Haaland, obviously, with the six points. But... I wanted to have the double Liverpool attack as well because I thought that was going to be a really high-scoring game. Um, so I went for Darwin Nunes, Nunes as my 12th man. Obviously hit the crossbar, didn't he? In Nunes fashion, uh, didn't quite do it. So just the three points. And I am a little bit worried that he may end up starting on the bench the next game. I don't know what you think as a Liverpool fan. Do you think there's a good chance uh, Gakpo might start that one? It's 50-50, isn't it? Yeah. It's like uh, the thing I'm, is, though, I think he, he could work either way. He might give Nunes the game to fill mm. in with confidence if he gets like loads, because yeah. you know that Akko is going to play the European game. Yeah, hopefully he does get some minutes. But um, yeah, with this one, between Isak and Nunes, um, it was quite close, really. I, I was actually going to do, if the price changes didn't come into it, I was actually going to do Nunes into my team and Isak as the 12th man. But then I looked at the previous. And Nunes was due to go down in price and Isak was due to go up. So I just put Isak in. He got the point to rise and Nunes went down 0.1. Um, but I'll probably end up, we'll stick with Isak in, in the end anyway. But yeah, not so far, not too bad with the 
the other part of the buses, but I do think they'll do well in this next round of games. You'll have to keep Isak through to game week 17 now, won't you? Yeah, I think I want to keep him through to the um, uh, through at least the Champions League round as well. Yeah, uh, he's on penalties as well. I don't think Wilson's <coughs> that close to coming back. I think it's still a few couple of weeks. Yeah, Boxing Day, I looked earlier. So, yeah, relatively happy with that. Um, I've got a fair chunk of well, about 1.5 million in the bank as well. So, I'm doing all right for budget. But, yeah. Should we go on to these questions? Was it game week nine you did the part of the bus? Yeah, game week nine. Um, yeah. I think I've got 62 points. Obviously doubled. Yeah. I think I think you literally done the same thing what I did. So in game week nine, I, I did um, 12th man. Mm. And I brought in Alvarez because Man City had their, oh, yeah, nice yeah. games. And Liverpool had nice games as well. And I was thinking, oh, I'll tap the fixtures instead of defend the def- defending the fixtures, yeah. and it didn't work out. <laughs> oh, hopefully, Al- hopefully Alvarez, it, Alvarez got two points in the. Did he play both games. He started the league game against Bournemouth and got taken off, and then he didn't. He came on really late against Young Boys, so he only yeah. got two points. I'm expecting a bench. I'm expecting a bench for him. Anything more is a bonus. I think. <laughs> right, so. We've got questions from our uh, Discord community um, or our Patreon members. There'll be a link in the description below for um, our Patreon as well. You can check that out. We've got early access to the pods. Obviously, we've got everyone in the chat in the live streams as well. We've got some exclusive Dream Team articles and bits like that as well. So do check that out in the link in the description below. Our first question is from Anthony Stringer. Top five players to have for Park the Bus in game week 17. Andrew, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, um, right. Newcastle, obviously, game week 17 have Luton and Nottingham Forest. So that's got to be in consideration. Um, but it's who's the defence going to be? So Trippy has got to be in there. Shah, you would think, is going to be in there. Now, Livermento, do you think Livermento is going to be nailed or is Lewis Hall going to eat his minutes away? I think he's looked good, Livermento. I think yeah. he should be yeah. fairly safe. Would you reckon, Ben? Yeah. You need him nailed yeah. both. Yeah, at the moment, I think he's nailed that left-back spot. He's been uh, outstanding since he's come yeah. in. It, the eye test when he played the other night, he was mad on he going forward. And then, and then, I don't know how far Botman's away. They're making noises about him being um, training again. So I don't know if that's going to be an issue or whether he's he's going to be back or not. Because that would help, yeah. wouldn't it? The other team that I like the look of, if we did part the best on seventeen, is Chelsea, because Chelsea have got Wolves away, Crystal Palace at home without Eze. And then their out game on game week 18 is Luton. So if you had like a Rhys James, just for example, only one. So if you had like Trippier, Shah, James, Livermento, and I would I would definitely put Trent in, in a part of the best. So that would be my five. Trippier, Shah, James, Livermento, Stroke Botman, if he's, if he's there, and Trent. That's pretty much what we were talking about earlier, wasn't it, Ben? 
Yeah, uh, Andrew, I think you've nailed that. Well, that's the same as me. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll... that I Go think on. we we were talking about that saying Trent Trent. Yeah, they've got Arsenal at home, but they're at home, so it should be. And then they've got the Burnley game after that. So he's just a points magnet as well, isn't he? Trent's an essential player for the whole yeah. season. Now. That is exactly what I've got written out. I did Levermento, Trippier, James, Trent and Fabian Cher. <laughs> that is the exact five that I put down. There you go, Anthony. Job done. This one I found a bit harder, though. So we've got uh, Conor Tobin, third best striker option. Obviously, Andrew, you said most teams have got Salah and Haaland at the minute. Third best yeah. striker option. Um, I brought this up on the... Uh, on the screen, this is just the top top strikers. Nothing fancy, just the top for points. Sorry, just go back one second. I did have something down about that part the best. If oh yeah, sorry. Wants, yeah, yeah. If someone wanted to gamble on a player, not not a not a block. Spurs, I know they're crap at defense, right? But they'll have Romero back. And that week they got Everton at home, Brighton away, and then they come out to Bournemouth at home. So if you had like a Pedro Porro, for example, um, you know, you, you could be lucky. Yeah. V- Villa's got nice um, opening game that week as well. And they've got Sheffield United at home and then Man United yeah. away. So maybe Cash could be a good player then if you're struggling for funds. Yeah. That's the thing. The clip with the points now. Um, I think I had cash in mine, and he ended. I think he might. Have, I don't know if he, he might have got one clean sheet, but he, I think he racked up like five tackles in one of the games. Yeah, but it doesn't take too much for the other the other avenues. Um, strike striker options. Then, who are you guys thinking that's the best third option? We'll go from pretty much from now on, shall we? I know, or now till Christmas, maybe. What do you reckon? Son. Son. You fancy Son, Andrew, do you? I do, yeah. I just think um, I think he's nailed. I mean, Alvarez isn't nailed. They got the, they're missing a couple of games, aren't they, as well? Um, Alvarez is really, is a really good shout, though. But it's like, you know, if you had to, Son is going to play every game. He's home against Newcastle, and we don't know what that defence is going to be like with that goalie. Um, Forest, Everton, Brighton, Bournemouth, then Burnley in the Cup. It's like, it just, it, he's a banger, isn't he, Son? Do you mm. mean? Yeah, I looked on average points. Um, I sorted it by average points as well, and actually his, his average points, apart from Salah and Haaland, he was... I think he was third out of the strikers, if you go on average points. Because obviously he's not had Europe, has he, compared to the rest no. of them. So they've accumulated more points. But yeah. Yeah, if you go on average points, uh, Son is behind Haaland and Salah, just ahead of yeah. Watkins. No um, Europe now, there is now. Yeah, exactly. One more game. But for quite a few of the teams, it's going to be a bit of a dead one, isn't it? Yeah. The other one I was thinking of um, is a. Uh, when we see him, if he exists, is Nkunku for Chelsea. Mm. Because uh, if he if he comes on and, and plays well, then he could Their be... just good. Exactly. 
Yeah, I liked. I'd I'd put Son down as um, my third best um, for the exact same reasons. Really, nailed for ninety. Um, I think Ollie Watkins as well is also. I, I think you can put him in that category that he is going to play every minute of every game when he's available. Um, but then I f- I'm pretty sure Son will be on penalties, won't he? As well, they haven't had one yeah. yet this season, Spurs. But he, I think he will be on penalties. I'd imagine he is when they come. And I think their fixtures do look quite nice. So, yeah, I'd, I'd go for Son. He is the talisman, isn't he? Uh, whereas some of these other people in the list, um, I know I did put Nunes in the 12th as a punt this, for this chip. But, yeah, he's not a talisman. He's not guaranteed the minutes. Even with Isak, uh, I've got him at the moment. But when, as soon as Wilson comes back, there's going to be those question marks again a little bit. So, yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement with Son at the moment. What do you reckon, Ben? Can, can can we not go to five in midfield? <laughs> would you prefer? Yeah, I think I think I would prefer. They just there's a lot more better options in uh, midfield. You've got Saka, Bowie, and Foden, Bruno, Martinelli, Odegaard. Even got Gordon. Even St- Sterling could be an option as well. Oh, once he's had once he's had his um, fifth yellow card because he's on four, isn't he? Will you fancy them to outscore Son though when they're when it's well, Prem only, I don't. I don't like Son until sixteen, game week sixteen, um, and we, they haven't got the Carabao Cup. And then, I mean, it's short term. Yeah, it's good. Forest, Everton, Brighton away, Bournemouth at home, and then then Burnley in the FA Cup. But that week, there's the Carabao Cup semi final, first leg. So that's another game he's missing out on. I just, I just like to target teams with more games. So. Yeah, Isak could be playing extra games. Nunez could be playing extra games. Obviously, Nunez isn't nailed, but he's he's been pretty much in the starting eleven in the league, hasn't he? Every match, um, and the fixtures are all right. But so if um, I think when we get to game week sixteen and we find out who goes through to the semi-finals, then you can start planning a bit longer term. Um, because if Liverpool go out in the Carabao Cup quarter-final against West Ham, the fixtures look uh, tough because they've got Arsenal, Burnley away, then Newcastle at home, Arsenal in the FA Cup. So then they won't have that Carabao Cup semi-final. But if they've got the Carabao Cup semi-final, then Nunez is probably a good option. Yeah, makes sense. But you'd go for the midfielders, extra midfielders. Mm. Uh, we've got Matt Woolley next, um, and this is a question for you, Andrew. Uh, how well we've sort of covered it a little bit, but anything to add on how you're finding the new format? Uh, as I said previously, I'm enjoying it. It's um, things you know you've got to you've got to adjust for someone like me who's not like banging into transfers left, right, and centre. It's an adjustment that I it's quite difficult to get my head around. Um, so to, I got to be a bit more aggressive with the transfers, um, but you know the things like the boosters and chips and stuff—it's all really good. I'm really enjoying the game. Um, I just like I said, it's like the points and stuff. I, I think I think it'll be a change next year. I think they will. Um, they will probably put some more chips in, um, change the points around because at the moment, like a goal, you can virtually get bonus points for the same equivalent, you know? Mm-hmm. So um 
so I, I, I love the game and I just I I just think it's um it's fab to be honest. As usual. Um sounds good to me. Um oh one last thing I was gonna ask you. What do you reckon of the, the deadlines? Yeah, that's the that's the one bit that I feel is coming up the most. Do you like the new deadline or would you prefer it if it was the way before? No, I don't like deadlines at all. No. No, because um no, because you normally have one game, don't you? And you do, can't get a sniff of anything because the, the managers and the press conferences don't give anything away. So um, it's it's it is that's a lucky dip, really, isn't it? It's been someone every week at the moment, hasn't it? With these in, yeah. with the injuries, like I'll, yeah. I would have I would have hundred percent kept Watkins if I knew he was uh, definitely going to start. But hey ho, we can't change the rules. Um, yeah. Right, thoughts for goalkeepers as we move out of the first of European fra- uh, European phase. Are Dubravka and Kelleher bargains not to be ignored? This is from Matt Woolley as well. Thoughts on keepers. Ben, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, uh, get them in if you can get to them. Obviously, they're going to be so cheap. They're going to enable better players in your midfield and attack. Possibly get Trent into defence then or, or Trippier. So, yeah, definitely the way to go. Um, just keep listening out because De Gea has been linked with Newcastle. I, I don't know. I can't see how they're going to afford him. I know they can. They can afford him, but will they break the the wage structure to get him in? Because he was on like three hundred grand at Man United, weren't he? So, <laughs> but yeah, the uh, is only one point six million. I think I prefer him to Keller Kelleher now, just because uh, Allison isn't out that long. And if you can get Dubravka in, and then he, if they don't get another goalkeeper, Pope won't be back until May, I think he says. That's so, the season. That's basically yeah, the season, pretty much. What, what do you think, you, Andrew? Andrew? I agree. I think Keller has a trap. I've got him in my team. Um, I had Adrian a few years ago, and I got stuck with him because I spent the money elsewhere, and I couldn't get him out when Alisson came back. And obviously, I was stuck with him for weeks because you only had the five transfers a month then. Um, you can get out of trouble, but if you spend the money elsewhere, like you said, by putting Trent's in and Trippier's and this, you might be left with hardly any money. And then when it's time to get rid of Kelleher, who can you put in? Maybe the jump off is to Dubravka, which is handy, in it, that he's done his shoulder mm. at Pope, so <laughs> that can happen. Um, but... I, I like going forward. I like Sanchez as well until like Europe comes back. I think Chelsea, um, I think Chelsea got really good fixtures. And, yeah, you know, I think, I think it's between Chelsea and Keller's got to go. It's like he's, he's a short term gamble. Obviously, if I'd have known Pope was going to be injured, I would have put on Dubravka. Um, he's met, they're a more defensive team, are they more solid, Newcastle, even with their replacement defense? Um, I think they, I can't see De Gea happening. I think they will get a loan keeper because a good one, because they're not going to, they're not going to, a team with all that backing is not going to go with 36 or, or however old he is, Dubravka and Karius as your main keeper. So I think they'll give him till the, the transfer window and bring a loan in, surely, whoever it may be. What about Ramsdale on loan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see a lot of people talking about that in the uh, in the Arsenal. Would Arsenal, would Arsenal let it happen though? 
there's apparently we want to keep we want to keep hold of him and there's talk of having two good goalkeepers but you you yes, would say right. that wouldn't you because if we if we say we want him if we say we want to get rid of him you're not going to get any money for him are you so yeah but it's to a rival strengthening the rival yeah he wants to get in the england squad doesn't he for the for the uh, euros though he needs yeah. to be playing minutes the thing is though they they'll they'll only have the same problem though once I mean, if they sign him and then Pope comes back, I don't know. We've got a lot of uh, Newcastle. We've got a new, lot of Newcastle guys in the Discord, haven't we? But if they signed, I'd be interested to know who they'd want, Pope or Ramsdale. It's got to be, it's got to be Dubravka, isn't it, really? Up mm. until, like I said, because you can jump off. As soon as someone comes in on loan, jump off straight away. Yeah. Um, I was pretty much in agreement. Uh, I'd actually... I was looking at my budget and it was looking quite healthy and I was starting to think about moving Raya into my team and actually up finally upgrading. Um, but yeah, I thought Kelleher coming along was a bit of a gift. Going from Johnston to Kelleher just seemed to make sense to me. And I thought, worst case scenario, I can then go to Sanchez. Um, but now Debrav has come up as well. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to scrap the, the expensive goalkeeper plan for now. Um, amongst the Pravka, Kelleher and Sanchez, I'm sure there's a, a cheaper one and then you can use the money elsewhere, I think. That's how I think about it. Um, we've got a question from Connor up next. Um, do Newcastle batter Sunderland? I spoke about we've got some Newcastle fans. Um, I think you can imagine that Connor's won. <laughs> do Newcastle batter Sunderland? Spicy cup draw. I don't think they'll batter them, but I think they'll beat them. I think it'll be a, it'll be a good, good match, though. Uh, Sunderland doing all right in the championship. I know it's a championship, but they're a good team. They did they did well when they came to Leicester, and uh, I think we only just beat them one 0 They're good press inside. Um, don't let you out. You know, if you try and play out from the back, they just on you. But uh, Newcastle are not a team to play out from the back, are they? So. I reckon they'll go strong because they didn't go. Newcastle didn't go yeah. very strong in Carabao. They have did to they? go strong. They have to go strong. It'll be, it'll be the biggest fixture they talk about for weeks and weeks and weeks. They can't lose against Sunderland. I suppose by then we talk in January, yeah. Yeah, January. We'll they'll know if they're in or out of the cup, Newcastle, won't they? The EFL mm. cup. They'll yeah. know if they're in or out of the groups that have the knockouts of the Champions League and maybe even out altogether and they mm. need a trophy up there and they're not going to win the league, are they, this year? So, yeah, I think they'll go strong. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if they go never, strong, I never, think so. I think the Newcastle will win. They'll never hear, they hear the end of it if they lose to Sunderland. <laughs> they have to go strong. It's Talk massive the derby that. up. Talking to the FA Cup, Andrew. We're facing off. I know. Joking here. <laughs> Man, we'll City be... got, Man City got Huddersfield. Yeah. That's your first round. I think we got sit I think we got City first time round last season. Yeah. Mm. In the FA Cup. That's the Alvarez fixture, Huddersfield. They got Sheffield United the week before. We're playing, we've got Liverpool, what's that, twice in two weeks then, would that be? Twice in two weeks or twice in three weeks? Yeah. Twice in two weeks. I'm not looking forward to that. Right. 
<laughs> moving on. Another, oh, this is another striker question. We, we may have come to this conclusion. This is just for game week 15, though. So David87 wants to know, Watkins, Isak, Alvarez, Nunes or Son from game week 15? Is it pretty much the same answer for you guys? Son? Yeah, Son for me, um, he's, we don't know if he's on pens. It's like if he's on pens, that's the difference to Watkins for me. Um, and 15, who's the fixture for 15? Newcastle. And I think Villa's got us, I think. Is that in 15? Yeah, yeah 15. Villa yeah, Villa. Yeah, Villa's got Arsenal. And is he going to play the European game, Watkins? I know they, they're they not 100% top of the group yet, are they? It's like, is he going to play that mm-hmm. game? Um, and what's he going to get out of Arsenal? So, so, he's not on pens as well, which is a which is um, a downer for him. Um, Isaac uh, for Newcastle in Tottenham and AC Milan. That's a good shout if he's fit for both of them. Um, Alvarez. Is, is he going to be pepped soon? Do you mean is he going to have a bench in? Mm-hmm. I think the only good thing about that with City at the minute is they've got Doku's just got injured, didn't he? And then Grealish went off. So they're probably going to need maybe Foden on one of the wings. So he might just about be safe just through a couple of players be out. But I think I'd go Son as well. What are you saying, Ben? I think I'd I'd go Nunez. You've got Palace, Palace away and then... Union St. Gilloa in the Europa. Probably won't play in the Europa, though. That's the only thing. But Palace away. He always gets on, doesn't he? Yeah. Extra minutes, I suppose. Well, looking at this, right, because, I mean, you know, Son at home to Newcastle is one game. Isak is going to play both. He's going to play Tottenham and he's going to play Milan at home. So I'd rather target the fiction. Son... Mm. Son going forward for game week fifteen, Isak. If I if it was my team, yeah, yeah, I got I got in Isak game week sixteen onwards. But obviously, he's if he's going to play two games, it's it's a no brainer, isn't it? Yeah, from fifteen. How, far is, Wilson, how far is Wilson away? Boxing day it says so. Approximately, so it might be before, it might be after. Yeah, I mean, I do say Son, but I mean, I've got Isak. I'm probably going to stick with Isak until I see a good reason to move him on. I don't think there's that much in between it. Yeah, I mean, out of all the European games next week, it's only really Newcastle that are and Man U, obviously, that have got to play their strong teams mm-hmm. there because like, you don't know where you are with Brighton. You know, yeah, you don't know who's going to bring on, who's going to leave out. Um, West West Ham, same. It's like they don't do much today. Bowen doesn't play, um, and then Villa. Well, don't know. They just can't keep it clean, can they? And, and they need a point, Villa, to win the group. Do they? Yeah, just a point. But he rotates again, doesn't he? Yeah, they're f- they're already through, but they, they'll just they need a draw to to yeah. win the group. Yeah. Ben, you don't Cause, fancy because 
what happens if if you finish second? I think it is. You play another game. Yeah, you yeah. play a, a qualifier in, in like a knock a playoff in February. But if you win the group, you go straight through to March. You don't have to play the extra game. Good for so us if they lose, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ben, you don't want Rashford in. You don't want Rashford back in your team. No, not missing him. He's getting to that time of the year when he te- his form turns, isn't it? Last year, around this time, we brought him in after the wild card, and he was unbelievable, weren't he? <laughs> All the way through to May, but he started the season like <clears throat> absolute crap. Not happening for him. Um, next up, so uh, best captain pick for game week 15. This is from Anthony Stringer. We'll kick us off, Andrew. Um, Trippier. Oh. I think um, City have Luton away and then a dead rubber. So is Alvarez or Haaland going to play both games? It's risky. Bruno Fernandez is another shout, but like he, they're so off form, man, you. Um, but I mean, you know, he's like, even when they're off form, he can haul. So Bruno would be on my shortlist. Um, Trippier, he's got Spurs away. He's going to get points for just turning up off the bus, isn't he? And <laughs> if he, they, could, they could keep a clean sheet. And he's nailed for Milan home. That's got that. That's got um, points written all over it. So for me, I mean, look look at the points he's got this week. And the people in the park, the bus who've got Trippier have saved their park the bus. So um, yeah, I think he's. I think. Two games nailed. Salah's not going to play that European game. Um, Haaland's maybe not. Saka, I mean, that Arsenal team could be a ghost team, couldn't it? Yeah, he won't play. He won't play that, I don't think. And, you know, he's not guaranteed to get much at Villa, is he? That's a good call, to be honest. Um, I'd gone quite quite boring. Uh, I looked at I looked at Liverpool and I thought, it's the early kickoff, and that's what they say. Don't back the early kickoff. <laughs> no. um, so I, I was gonna just go Haaland, to be honest with you. Looking at Luton, I just thought that Luton one looks like could have hat trick potential. I know they're not, they're not the pushovers that we thought they'd be, but I don't fancy going into that Luton game without having him as captain. Um, so I probably will go him, even with the one fixture. But that is a good, good thinking, really, on on Newcastle bit of a differential. I mean, I've, if I've got Isak still on my team as well, I guess I guess he could be an option. Yeah. But I think I, uh, I think it'd be squeaky bum time for me if I didn't have Haaland, I think. I'll have to think about that. What do you reckon, Ben? The skip of that mind is if, if Trippier gets his yellow this week. Yeah. Yeah, true. I, I had a question, actually. I, I think I forgot. I was going to ask it in our Discord, but I might as well ask you now, Ben. You're the fixture guy, but you'll probably know as well, Andrew. If he gets that in the, the Premier League one, will he miss the Carabao if it's yellows? I they do. I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm sure um, there was a player early on the season that I had. I can't remember who it is. Um, and he and he was suspended and he missed the um, game in midweek as well for the Cup. I'm not 100% sure, but I thought it was. I think it's uh, if you get a red card, you miss the Carabao Cup. But if you get a yellow card, they don't... Uh doesn't affect the cup matches. Oh, okay. So he gets his fifth gets his fifth yellow, he'll still play that cup. 
Yeah, I'm not 100%, but I think we'll check I think that. it yeah. was that. Because I'm sure someone got a red card in the league, but then missed the Carabao Cup this, this season. Uh, oh, hang on. We're going to call on... We're going to call on Matt Woolley here. As Ben says, five yellow suspensions are Premier League only. Red cards are FA Cup suspensions. What about if he gets two yellows in one game? <laughs> he still won't. He won't actually. Yeah, they will be the case. If he gets two yellows, then he will miss. He'd miss the FA yeah, Cup and it, still, still yeah, be on it'll, it'll be an FA. It'll be a red card then, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll be on that for a while. Did When's you, the did you pick a captain, Ben? Sorry, Andrew. When do the four yellows um, stop? Is it game week nine? Is it nineteenth yeah, game? Nineteenth game, yeah. That's ten, isn't it? Yeah. Who's your pick, Ben? Uh, I've, I agree with you. I think just because it's a bit like you don't know who's going to play both games, and Haaland seems to always play in the Champions League, even when they don't need to win. I think mm. he's. It's just because he likes to. The, they want to keep his record up, like because he's scoring more goals than games played, isn't he? So, he could have something in his contract. I don't know, but he always seems he won't to play. Know, like mm. normally, you'd think that Alvarez would play in the Champions League and rest Haaland now because they're through. But even last week, they still started Haaland, and he played. And then Alvarez came off the bench. So I, I just and it, like you say, loot in a way, potential hat trick there. So yeah, boring, boring answer. <laughs> um, we've got we've got Nathan up next. Um, what are your early plans for game week fifteen? If I quickly uh, run it back, we can go back to the teams. So I'll go back to the, go Andrew first. Early plans for game week fifteen. Well, obviously these are early plans because things change by the day, and especially with another round of games coming yeah. there. Um, Trippier's got to come in to my team. Uh, I know he's on four yellows, but if he comes in and you get the game out of him and then he gets yellow, you can get him out for the following week, can you? Um, I'm not sure about that Arsenal defence. So Trippier for one of the Arsenal boys, and I might even take both Arsenal out for um, Livramento. The reason being, the fixtures for Arsenal... Um, Villa away, which is possible. Well, Villa are brilliant at home, aren't they? Um, PSV away, they might not even play. Brighton at home, not bad. Then you've got Liverpool away. It's like, I don't know, it's like, it's like I can't see them keeping many cleans and they haven't got the cup game, whereas like Newcastle have. So at the moment, Trippier and Livermento for Saliba and Gabriel. Interesting. Yeah, I do agree. The, the fixtures do look quite quite tough for the Arsenal defence. We do look really, really good, but it's like anyone. You can just concede one at any time, can't you? Mm. What about you, Ben? Uh, very similar. Um, I was looking at um, Lindelof out and possibly Fernandes. Um, and then I was thinking Trent and Livermento. But I'm possibly now we've been talking about it with uh, Trippier having will definitely play both games next week if he don't get suspended uh, on midweek. Um, yeah, Trent might be uh, sorry. Yeah, Trippier might be better to get in than Trent. 
just because Tr Trent might not play that um, Europa League game. Yeah, he's very persuasive, this Andrew. He's, uh, he's convincing <laughs> me on he's convincing me on Trippier as well, actually. <laughs> plus, plus, I need to get my Newcastle quota uh, up because um, I'm trying to park the bus and go make for 17. I've just yeah. watched him all, all, all this season. I mean, last year was bad enough. But this year, it's like when I have an Adam, he's hauling every single week. And it's like, it's like I'm sick of him. So, so just get him in the team, innit? Him and Trent, and then just have rubbish around them, you know? Like the yeah, Newcastle yeah. game. <laughs> <laughs> million. Um, my thoughts. Where have I put it? Where have I put it? I jotted it down here somewhere. <laughs> Can't you remember? <laughs> well, basically, I was sort of thinking roughly the same. So I want to see what the minute I start to plan Bruno Fernandez out, I know what he's going to do. He's going to he's going to score well in this Chelsea yeah. game, and then we're not going to know what to do with him again. But he was my make weight. Bruno Fernandez would be my make weight to either get to Trippier or Trent. I was leaning towards Trent. But Andrew's selling me on Trippier. So uh, <laughs> I do I do agree actually. That sounds quite good with the extra with the Champions League. He's obviously going to be more likely to play. Um, I didn't quite know what I'd do with the with the second move, to be honest, at this point. I am quite liking how my team's set up, to be honest, at the moment. I haven't got too many too many fires to solve. I'd quite like Watkins back, to be honest, because I wouldn't have taken I wouldn't have taken him out if there wasn't that bloody injury doubt but now I've got Isak I've surely got to hold him yeah, I've got to hold him for Champions League take, haven't I can't take Isaac, uh, Isak out of it. Um, I, f I found my note as well the only other thing I was considering is that I was so happy with having Bowen in my team mm. before I had the injury problem with Bowen so I would be fairly interested in getting Bowen back in there as well because their fixtures are pretty good long term aren't they but yeah. the only thing I did see, it was a knee injury. I'm just a little bit worried whether or not they're just going to be playing him with this knee injury through the congested period, or are we going to start seeing him getting getting early subs or anything like that? I'm not quite sure. But yeah, first impressions, it's probably going to be, if Bruno doesn't deliver against Chelsea, probably getting in one of the big defenders. I might, I might move Martinelli on instead of Bruno, actually. I don't know yet, depending on budget. Mm. Just because Bruno's got penalties in he as well, and he'll definitely play both games next week. Martinelli might might come off half a game or something, you know, because they're already through in the Champions League. Yeah, I'll be surprised if Martinelli plays Champions League when he doesn't need to. We've got yeah. Reese Nelson, Trossard, got quite a few players that can play in that position. So, yeah, I think, and especially with some quite tough fixtures coming up, I think. It'll be good for us to rotate, really. So, yeah, not a bad shout for that. Um, that is all of us, isn't it, for 15? Um, another question for you, Andrew. Um, what do you put your What did you put your success down to when you won it in 18-19? Was there any particular strategy? Um, I, I think I said earlier it was transfers. Um, when I won it, there was only three for the month. Just three. So um, you couldn't really do price rises as such because you'd just be blowing your transfers. Um, I would avoid streaky 
at any kind of vanity transfer, I would save them for injuries, and there was injuries all the time. Um, so, like, say, for example, I'll just bring it to this season, like a Garnacho or an Evan Ferguson, you know, wonder goal, bring them in, and then nothing. And then someone gets injured, and then you need the transfers. Um, so, what happened when I won it? I was about the top 100 about Christmas time, and just couldn't believe like everything was going well, like the you know, the, all the players were doing well and stuff. But there was obviously lots of players with the same teams above me. It was template teams, Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea with Eden Hazard, everyone had him. Um, and then what happened was KDB had an injury very early on in the month, and a lot of people were stuck with him, and I didn't have him, and so my players were getting loads of points on differential on all the people with the KDB players above me. So I jumped really high quickly over like a few weeks. And then um, Bernardo Silva was my main differential. He kept scoring goals left, right and centre. And then the thing that won it for me, I think, was I was always on, because imagine it was, it took over my life. It literally engulfed <laughs> my life, Right. And I was on Twitter all the time, like trying to get like any info on team news, things like that. And I saw one, because I was on obviously lots of Liverpool groups, somebody who was like pretty like legit on Twitter said, Firmino's out for the season. Don't shoot the messenger. Like don't mm-hmm. shoot, don't, don't shout at him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I thought, mm, this sounds a bit like it could happen. Um, and then I was like seeing other little bits of gossip around it just on Twitter, random Twitter. And then because I try to like follow, you know, journalists and things like that. And then and then I made the decision in a pub five minutes before kickoff. I put <laughs> Obama Yang in, Obama Yang in for Firmino. And that's all when me the game because he was scoring Arsenal. He was scoring hat trick after hat trick. He just he was insane. And they just, that was it. And I'd won, the, I'd had it won like weeks before the end. It was just, I just thought, I, this is so easy. And it's like, it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's not at all. And um, yeah, so just basically fit, nailed players, no streaky vanity transfers. That's how I did mine. And wait for injuries and then step in with your three transfers when needed. And you'd punt down the pub. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I pressed it like five minutes to go when I was thinking, please register, go through, go through. Oh, it did. Firmino was out for the season. And I brought him back in. He, he made it to the Champions League final, but he wasn't fit. Like Kane wasn't fit. Um, but uh, he was out for the rest of that season. And Obama Yang was on fire. That's that. that's amazing how you've won won that in your first season as well. I know. Well, don't, off. don't forget to thank <laughs> thank your wife as well. I, I saw the article. Didn't you say? Didn't she gave you a lot of help? Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Well, it was um, her and uh, we were on holiday at the time, so we were in the pub on holiday in Grand Canaria. Um, but in the pool in the day when we were talking, when I had this this notification about Firmino. It's like my son was like, oh, put Alison in and, and, and Steph and get rid of Firmino for Alison and that, that type of thing. Change Edison to Alison and all this. And then it all made sense. But I just, 
she was the one that convinced me, like, no one's got Aubameyang. Differential, like, put him in. It's like, because she didn't, she hasn't got, you know, she's not into football, but she's, she could look at it from a step back as in, like, what, what piece of the puzzle would go in to make the most difference? And Aubameyang was literally, if Firmino wasn't going to play and everyone had Firmino, just put Aubameyang in, what can you lose? Mm. You know? And and like I said, he, he was, he's never been the same since. Brilliant. Yeah, um, we, we should, we'll um, share that, we'll share that article in the Discord. Uh, it's a good, good read that. Yeah, I'll pop, I've popped it in there already. I'll put the article in the Discord, but if you're happy for us to do it, I'll sh- reshare that again on, on Twitter as well, because it was yeah. good reading that. Yeah. Right, up next then. So we've got we've got Twed up next. Has your opinion changed on having a budget? At the start, you all pretty much said it didn't matter. Um, do you still feel the same way? So I don't I can't, I kind of I don't think we initially we didn't think we initially we will build budget, weren't we? And then after a couple yeah. of weeks, after a couple of weeks, we were kind of like, oh, you know what? There's a lot of players that are scoring that aren't that that high up. So, do you still feel the same way? I'll start with you, Ben. Do you? How do yeah. You feel about budget? Initially, initially, I was trying to build budget, and it just nothing was going. None of the players were going up. They were just going up point one. So, like, I had five five heavy heavy. Uh, high price players at the start. And uh, when he had a good week, they weren't even going up. They were going up point one, maybe, maybe not even going up. So I, I lost loads of um, value. So I had to like reassess during the season. And um, yeah, I was thinking, ah, the players aren't going up. So there's no, not nothing to worry about. Well, we were talking about it, weren't we? But then now it seems to be, the, the cheaper players are going up a lot more. So if you can get the cheaper players in that are on form and then move them on when they come to a sticky run of fixtures and move on to the next big thing, you can build budget that way. So, yeah, I have started building budgets now. I've started, I think I've got 54 million or something like that. Start, it's starting to go up now. But I, I I ended up at like 48 million at one point or something daft because it just kept going down and down and down. So, yeah, definitely uh, definitely is important with all these um, double game weeks coming up to get the big hitters in it. What yeah, do you think, Andrew? Yeah, go on. Yeah, I agree with what you say. Um, I found I was jumping left, right and centre at the start, trying to get budget increase and it wasn't happening. It's like, mm. I can't work out these price rises. Like you said, Scott, early on on your podcast, mm. just can't work them out. I still can't work them out. It's like Kelleher just at point one. Um, I just can't get it. So I've stopped trying now and I find that sometimes it was, it was affecting my team because I was chasing the price rise. It was affecting my team plans and the players I want. And and if it was working, fair enough, but it's not even working. So um, I found a couple of times so far recently that I'm point one away from the transfer I want to make, which is like annoying me. But yeah. like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to actively chase budget. I'm, more, I'm chasing the points now rather than the, um, the budget. So I think if you've got the right team and you're doing well, you're going to have budget anyway, aren't you? Yeah, that's that was going to feed into mine really because, like, 
the last couple of weeks i've just been having i've had a quite a few good weeks in a row and now my my budget's flying um but i haven't been sort of attacking budget that much the only thing i would say is kind of with that isak darwin or there's been a few times where i've had the 50 50 and i'm really not sure if one is going to go up i tend to go for that one but i haven't been actively trying to really build budget it's just been i've done well and the budget has followed kind of thing um yeah maybe if you've got a 50 50 that's hard to decide you go for the budget player but i do think long term though um i might not it might not feel like we need the budget at the moment but i do still think later in the season if city just keep back-to-back clean sheets or three clean sheets in a row all of a sudden you've got like a lot of four million pound defenders that you might want to get in and i think then it might start to come into play or de bruyne comes back in january once he's back in the mix, it might start to get a bit trickier. Um, but yeah, I, I still think we're going to, it's never going to be a problem having more budget, is it? But I still don't think it's as important as it was last season. Shall we go on to, we've got, DT Philip up next. We've done, we've covered that really. The first question, the game week 17 part of the bus teams to target. Um, but what are your thoughts on park the bus this week? Would you be happy with how it's going after the first lot of fixtures? None of us have played it, have we? Um, no. So we're probably quite happy. <laughs> Would you be happy if it was you? <laughs> ben, do you want to start? Uh, no, I wouldn't be happy really because you you would have thought Liverpool and possibly Arsenal should have got a clean sheet against uh, Wolves and Fulham, but they've still got good fixtures next week. So in in midweek, so uh, possibly could still be good. Did you see um, Tommy Yasu went off to get the clean sheet? So he, he yeah. ended up on eleven points. He got an assist. Um, and five tackles, so he he did, did all right if you had him, but very unlikely you would have picked him because he's a bit of a rotation risk. Was he near the the cutoff? What minute did he go off? I saw, I was at the game, so I obviously saw him go off, but I don't I remember. Can't what remember. Minute. Was it close? <laughs> I can ben White, I think he said Ben White's ready. Yeah, I guess if you did go for, I think Ben White and. Zinchenko would have been the popular or more popular out of all the fullbacks from Arsenal. So I guess him going, Tommy Asif going off might be a bonus for a few people. 79 minutes. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. Yeah, I I didn't think, I mean, you would have hoped for obviously for for two clean sheets, wouldn't you? But I think it could have Mm. been a lot worse. The fact you got nine from Trent, six from Simakas, um, Obviously, Trippier had a blinder if you had Trippier and Zinchenko also got an attack in return. I think it could have mm. been a lot, lot worse if you'd have got the the clean sheet wipeout and no attack in returns. I think that would have been maybe a little bit of a disaster to start off with. But no, I think they're still in a pretty good position with the, the fixtures, Sheffield United and Luton coming up. Um, <laughs> I think you've still got to be confident. They, obviously, they're going to keep a clean sheet in them two fixtures, aren't they? Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> I'm hoping we jinx them. <laughs> yeah, <same. laughs> 
Andrew, anything to add on it? I think you all nailed it. It's like, I think it can still be recovered. I wouldn't be despondent if I didn't part the best this week because you have got the two best fixtures the second half. Mm. And I think you add a clean and there's potential for the defenders that are in part the best to score. You know, Trent's going to, Trent's, going to have a chance of scoring. Simicast could do assists. Um, you know, you got Zinchenko could do anything. It's like you could, it could still work out really well. It's just, it's just defences are so crazy this year. It's like everyone's playing out from the back. Everyone's all out attack. You know, everyone's three, five, three at the back, five at the back. It's only Sean Dyche that does four, four, one, one. I mean, and it's like, it's just, it's, I think the form, the game's changed since um, the last couple of years. It's all play up the back, and there's the cleans are very rare. Someone sent a bit, someone sent a screenshot into our Discord earlier in the season. I can't remember exactly what game it was, but someone did park the bus with full Everton backline and get the clean sheet, didn't they? It was just the really? one it was just the one fixture, but someone done it. They had a whole their whole team was Everton, like front to back. <laughs> and they parked the bus and got the clean sheet. <laughs> this is quite good. Um, who we got up next? Oh, we've got we've got Andy Barnett's question up next. But um, just quickly going back, um, you said earlier, Ben, that obviously Bruno's got pens, but Andy reminded us Bruno gives his pens to Rashford now, doesn't he? Yeah. So so does Saka. He likes to give them away. Just everyone's so generous. Where's the where's the greedy boys at? Keep them. Salah's the greedy one. Yeah. yeah. I was laughing the, uh, the other day when in the Champions League when uh, Odegaard had the ball in his hand and I was thinking, he's going to give this away. And he yeah. gave it to Jorginho. A hot potato. We're waiting for the double the double pass on. Jorginho passes it on to someone else. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Andy's question. At the moment, it looks like Haaland, Salah and Saka are the most... Uh, are the must-have premium price players. Do you think there's any others that are essential to put in your team and leave even if they have a bad week or two, and that it sees it could see them go down in value. Is there anyone you'd hold for a rough patch? Um, I think uh, Trent and Trippier could be quite important coming up now for the next month or so. Um, and I, I was, obviously Foden's been brilliant, but he's going to be uh, I'm a little bit of a blank, not a blank, but he's. Going to have a couple of singles while other teams are playing doubles. So, yeah, possibly, possibly, yeah, could move off him. But well, he's been awesome, hasn't he, in the last few weeks? Mm. What do you think, Andrew? Well, I read the question um, to put in your team and leave. So, mm. if we're talking season, mm -hmm. then Trent and Trippier to me are essential, as essential as Salah, to be honest with you, and Saka especially. Um, Trippier and Trent, I think they're must-haves. Foden must-have until KDB comes back because then he's going to eat into his minutes and that, to me, is a no-go then. Mm. Um, that I don't like the Man City midfield. It's like you just, you're always at risk. It only ever yeah. seems to be only ever seems to be Rodri and Haaland that's nailed in that team. And um, I don't know, it's like 
to me, Foden, he's been immense. He's in my team. I love him, right? But he's when KDB comes back, Pep's going to be like a kid in a sweet shop, and he. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys have pretty much covered mine, really. I said, uh, <clears throat> other than the three mentioned before, um, Foden's probably the only one that I'm sort of getting that feeling with at the minute. I think he's, I looked back and he's probably had like two or three bad game weeks all season. He's been hitting some really, really good numbers. So he's the one that I think I'll probably end up keeping him. If he does go through two or three bad weeks, I think I will end up keeping him. Um, Trippier would be the other one after that. I just don't think I'll be able to get, I mean, unless we build budget a lot, Trippier and Trent. Yeah, it's going to be hard to get them all in. But Bruno was the guy that I thought was going to be this in this in this equation. But it's just it coinciding with Man United's bad form, isn't it? He's actually doing all right, though, isn't he? Even though he's yeah. not scored many goals, he's I still ticking along. Confusing us a little bit, like yeah, it he's, feels worse. Yeah, it's because his prices dropped like a million as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, Lee up there's, next. There's, just, oh, sorry. There's, there's loads of enablers that are coming about now as well, so you should be able to afford a few extra good, uh, high price players too. Um, Lee's put it down as an unpopular opinion, but as the new point system really opened up the player pool that much, he's seeing the sim- a similar amount of limited options. What do you reckon, Andrew? Um, well, it has it has opened up the player pool in the fact of the formations. You can do four five one, three five two, four three three. So you can have loads of different players. Um, however, as I mentioned earlier, sometimes it's an eight player game because everyone's going to have Trippier, Trent, Saka, Salah, Haaland. So you're going to find these template teams, and then it's going to come down to your captains and your boosters. Um, and injuries, like I said, if Salah goes off to Saudi in January, Parland has an injury, then it's game on for everyone, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I, I think it is that similar. I don't feel like, well, how, are our teams very similar? If I just quickly knit, knit back, because I feel like our teams are fairly different. In terms of, our defences are a fair bit different here, aren't they? Ben's yeah, got Man United. sort of more mean like the second half of the season, mm-hmm. right? When like Newcastle are out of Europe and like it's just going to be Arsenal, Man City and Liverpool in Europe. You're going to have uh, people going to funnel into those players because mm-hmm. there won't be people got West Ham, people got Brighton, people got Villa. And it's like they're going to be like gone probably. And then you're going to just be left with the big boys playing twice a week and everyone's going to try and get those in. Yeah. That's what happened with City at the end of last season, wasn't it? Because they were in everything. That's when everyone had the full back line, the full midfield. Yeah. What do you reckon, Ben? Yeah, I think I think there's a lot more options this year. Um, obviously, the like you said, the key players are, are still going to be in everyone's team, but this, the player pool is a lot more open this year than last season, I think. There's loads of plays that you can get uh, extra points, bonus points from. There just seems to be a lot more players scoring points this year. 
So there's there's a lot uh, bigger pull, and especially now we're going into this um, period over Christmas where there's no European games, the pull will get wider again. So like Madison will come back in in I think he's back fit in January. He'll he'll be possibly an option. So there'll be loads of players that we can have a look at, and then obviously like uh, Andrew just said, when you get later in the stages in in Europe, that's when we the the player pool gets smaller because the, the teams that have got more games are going to be, say for example, Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, whatever. You're going to end up picking the same players from them teams. But yeah, I think I think it's been a lot better this year for um, picking players. It's not not as not as been as um, how do you say it? Like everyone not having the same team template. this year. Yeah, template. That's the one. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's... At the moment, I'd say this week in particular does feel like teams are starting to shape up the same. But that's because this game week 14 yeah. feels like a bit of a freak where City, <clears throat> uh, sorry, Liverpool and Arsenal have got pretty much best attack and best defence with the best fixtures. So it feels like everyone has piled on. But I think before this week or in the build-up to this week, I don't feel like it was as bad. Have to excuse me because I bought. I thought I put. I thought I'd sorted out the ownership table to come up on the screen from uh, FF stuff on ffstuff.co.uk. You can look at ownership overall, top one hundred, top one thousand. But just the overall, you've got Harland with eighty-five, and then in forty percent, there's no one above fifty percent other than that. Um, Saka, Salah, and Saliba are the only two. Uh, the only three that are above forty. And then it, you've got three that are above 30, Walker, Trippier and Foden. And, I've, and then after that, it's pretty much just low 20s and in the 10s, really. So there's not massively owned players. Like even Trent's 15% owned at the minute. So it feels like he's in everyone's team. But sometimes it's I start to feel like, do you know, we spend a lot of time on Discord and Twitter and all that. You start to think that everyone's team looks like that. But actually, there's a lot of players that don't play and don't post their teams and stuff that that are out there still. I don't think it's as bad as we think. Yeah, and you've got this captain season, the boosters as well. That's mixing it up as well. Mm. Yeah, it keeps it quite a bit different. Uh, just a couple more. This is a quick fire one. The Trippier and Tino, the new Trent and Robbo. <laughs> I don't think I think they're way off Andrew you're a Liverpool fan still no. a long way to go Trippio and Tino are the new Trent and Simicast <laughs> um, and then Nathan I think this is our last question we did say we were going to ban part of the bus but we can't really ban part of the bus talk yet can we um, how many points is <laughs> Um, how many points is good and bad in your opinions, i.e. 0 to 40 fail, 41 to 99, okay, 100 points plus a good part of the bus. What's your thoughts on that? Uh-huh. I, I couldn't I couldn't really bring myself to rate what was poor, good, really good. Um, but what do you what do you guys think? Um, I would say one clean sheet. For all your five defenders, on a, obviously you do park the best on a double game week, yeah? Mm-hmm. So 
if you had one clean sheet for all five, which you push in to get, but in the two games, um, that's and your appearance points. That would be fourteen points times five, so that's seventy. And then in the second game, if you've got nothing, just appearance points, that's another twenty. So that makes ninety. So I'd be thinking that ninety would be acceptable, um, and well, a good part the best, not acceptable, a good one. Do you know what I mean? Because it is quite hard to find, like I said at the moment, clean sheets, hard to find. So, you know, that's yeah. the total, isn't it? That's the, that's the yeah. total, doubled. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so so that. And, and obviously then you want your defenders to bang scoring points and assists and everything else. So, yeah, I reckon if I had 90, I'd be pleased from defence and part of the best. Yeah, if I if, if I had ninety points from a part of the bus, I'd be over the moon with that. Um, I reckon uh, middle of the road, probably around 50, 60 points that I'd be I'd be satisfied with. But if I got ninety points, I'd be over the moon with that. You got, you, you you get sixty two, didn't you, from your part of the bus? Yeah, six, sixty two or one hundred twenty from the back line mm. so you think 90 overall you'd, you'd take yeah. that if you could yeah, what so do you mean you, the... you had 124 I'm saying yeah, I had 124 yeah so basically 5 points for a clean sheet per mm-hmm. player doubled is 10 yeah yeah just one game and then it's 4 points to uh, sorry Two points for appearance doubled is four. So each player with one clean sheet and one appearance is 14 points times five players is 70 points game week, game one. And then game two, if they did nothing except appear, they'd have four points times five. So that's 20. So that's a 90 total with, with the doubled part of the best. And you had 124. So I say, you, know, you had an excellent one. I reckon 90 I'd be happy with. Yeah, I don't know how I came to it when I worked it out at the time, but it was quite funny. I, I jotted it down on a bit of paper. I can't remember if I showed it in the Discord or, or I only sent it to um, Connor because he's my tag team partner. But I think I'd worked out that I wanted 60, as in 120 doubled. Um, and I ended up with 124. But that was worked out on, I think, one round of clean sheets. I wanted half a round of clean sheets on the second lot and then just hope for some extra points thrown in. But yeah, I didn't imagine it was going to go as well as that. But it's hard to put. It's hard to know in it with just one goal ruining it. It is just so hard to predict. But there's your there's your rough targets, Nathan. He's not played it this week, has he? Who Nathan? No, I don't think so. Um, I think I think I got my wires crossed. Yeah. So if we can get like fifty points doubled, it's a hundred points. I'd be. I'd reckon that's about. I'd be happy with that because, like you say, a clean sheet is a well seven with the appearance. So yeah, I'd be happy with that hundred points. If you can get over that, then you'd be over the moon. Right, I think it's time for some quick um, leagues, but we've ran we've ran quite a bit over. So should we read the the top threes? From yeah, these? quick. Yeah, we'll quickly go through the top three. 
quickly go through these. So this is our um, Tonic Cash League. Um, we've got G Pain in first place. Uh, I, I'm in second. And then uh, I think that's Henry Cartridge in third in the Cash League. Um, and I just want to give a quick um, reminder to everyone because we do have monthly um, prizes as well in this league. Um, so G Pain actually got the, the highest total for the month and it's the calendar month as well. So you can look at that on ffstuff.co.uk. Um, so G Pain came first, Henry Cartridge came second, and I came third for the monthly prizes in this one. Um, we've got the tag team league. Again, we'll just do the top three. So in third place, we've got Simon Davis and Stephen Williams. In second, we've got Barry McCormack and Ben Coles. And in first, we've got our own Anthony Sutcliffe and Andy Barnett, who's in the chat. So give Andy Barnett congratulations there as well. Top top at the minute. Tony's parked his bus, I see. Has he gone for it, is he? Oh, yeah, look. Yeah. Yeah, it shows you up, shows you the tag up there. We'll have to check in, see how that one's going. Uh, do you want to go for the next one, Ben? We've got yep. the Patreon. Yeah. Um, Connor Tobin in third. Andy Barnett in second and Ben Coles top. So I stand corrected. Plevner's saying Nathan has played his part of the bus. I'll have to check and see how that's going as well. He kept changing in, out, in, out, shake it all about. I couldn't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Premier League. um, So in third place, we've got O'Higgins. I'm in second. And then we've got Ben Coles in first place. He's still flying high in the overall leaderboard as well, isn't he, at the minute? Yeah, I think he's fifth, is he? Fifth, blimey. He'll be hoping he'll be hoping for another clean sheet wipeout because he played his in the same week as me, I think, game week nine. Go on, you, you go for the championship. In championship, Anthony Sutcliffe third, uh, Stringer second, and Wade first. And then League One, we've got S. Broughton in third. M. Warner in second and G. Payne in first. Oh, I think he's going to have to be promoted a couple of leagues. I think he's doing well. What's he doing in League One? <laughs> I think that's just about everything. Um, thank you very much to everyone that's joined us in the chat this evening. Uh, please do leave a like as well if you're still, still in there. Um, and thank you, Andrew, for joining us. It's been good to, good to hear your story. That's Oh, good thanks, to have Sam. on board. It's been great to be on. Thanks. It's real good fun, actually. We've been chatting a while on uh, on Twitter and stuff as well, so it's always good to put a face to a name. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Thank Andrew. Really. Cheers, Ben. And then one last quick plug for the Patreon. So if you're listening to this in the future when it goes out, obviously everyone at the moment gets early access if they're in the Patreon, but you can join the Patreon via the link in the description below. Um, and you'll get access to our Discord community, exclusive articles, and all that sort of stuff. So that just about does it. All the best for the rest of the week, and we'll see you on the next episode. Cheers, guys. Cheers, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.